Hey, this is Alyssa. This is Josue. We're from the band Harper. And we listen to Portland Radio Project. This is Anthony Medici from Liquid Light. I'm Vince. I'm Boyd. This is Josh from Adverse Effects. This is Mike Collins from Mets, Ryan, and Collins. This is Haley Johnson. You're listening to Portland Radio Project. Okay, so it's Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Gotta be the Portland the playlist. calm before the storm. Uh, yeah. Veronica's so happy. I'm so happy. Why am I happy? Because we're having another storm. Yeah. Well, I'd like my fingers <laughs> ha- to thaw out from the last one, actually, before we <laughs> Or you mean 15 it. minutes ago. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, welcome, everybody. Thank you, as always, for listening to Portland Radio Project on 99.1 FM and PRP.FM. We have a great show this evening. We have a full studio we tonight. It's going to be so fun. We have Ron Rogers and the Wailing Wind. What a name. <laughs> I, love, I love the Wailing Wind. Say hi. Hey. Hey. How you doing? It's us. Yeah, woohoo. <laughs> we got, uh, yes, we definitely have a full crew of people in the house. We have, Say something, Chris. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Chris. <laughs> Chris, the drummer, is yeah, way in the, hallway. in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Down that's the hall. Many, that's how many people. <laughs> Downstairs. Oh, wait, there's somebody in the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's Mark Bowden. Mark. <laughs> what do we say about Mark? He's I, out from underneath the table. He's out from underneath the table again, and... Um, now he's in the corner. He's in the corner. We stuck him in the corner. He's but bad. Mark is back on the show. Back on the show. We just can't get rid of that guy. It, it must be Wednesday. Mark's here. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's how you know well, it's Wednesday. Welcome, Ron. Welcome, Don. Welcome, Chris, Deborah, and Mark. We're going to get started with some of the influences that you passed along to us. And, and they were hear, great. Yeah. I loved listening to them. Super influences. Yeah. So we'll hear how that's kind of shaped some of the music that you guys perform and play. We'll hear some originals, and then we're we're going to be treated to a live performance, which we're always very excited to hear. Yes. Yes. So don't go away. Don't move a muscle. <laughs> it's like a return to the it 60s. It is. I'm just <laughs> loving that. The 60s was, I think, my favorite era of music. Um, so anytime I got the incense burning, yeah, and just yeah, those are incense. Uh huh. Sure, the trippy hippie days, boy. That's right. But we have a couple listeners who are um, already listening here to you guys and um, enjoying your influences. So thank you, Frank and Buzz, and somebody who has not revealed himself or herself, but thank you for listening. Reveal yourself. Come on. Who is that? <laughs> Pressure's on. All right. So you're listening to the Portland Playlist. We've got Ron Rogers and the Wailing Wind in the studio with us this evening, and we just heard three influences. So tell us about Captain Beefheart first. Let's start with that first song of, of um, Sure Enough and Yes, I Do. Uh some some one of my hippie friends had the album it was called safe as milk and i heard that song and i was like well the whole album's just kind of wacky i mean it's kind of radical but that one really got me because it it had it's kind of bluesy but it's psychedelic and it's totally different and that is ry cooter playing the slide guitar on that i think he was about 18 wow wow he did it I think he played on a couple of tunes on that album, but I, I just thought Beefheart's voice was supposedly like three and a half octaves or something, and he does some wacky stuff with it. And um, I, I, I kind of stuck with him for about four albums. I'm, I'm kind of like, I tend to like bands for their first three albums, 
And then, and and then, then well, and then for some reason, I don't know what it Uh-oh. is, but I, but for some reason, unless it's the unless it's the Stones or the Beatles or something like that, a lot of bands just it seems like their first three albums they've got a lot of creativity and they put out really great stuff. And sometimes, and sometimes the like Beefheart's second album, Strictly Personal, was okay, but then he did his masterpiece, you know, Trout Mask Replica. Which everybody's just, you know, crazy for. I still like Safe as Milk, the first one, the best. Now, uh, Clear Spot and (laughs) Lick My Decals Off Baby were pretty good. Lick My Decals. But but it all started started changing. All right, okay. Well, hey. Rock and roll. Yeah. It is past Uh, seven. So so anyway, but after Lick My Decals Off, I don't know. I kind of, you know, that's just me. I guess I'm a fickle fan. <laughs> so beware. Well, where do beware you go after is, licking decals off? I, I mean, yeah, yeah, you can't go anywhere. <laughs> but, yeah, beware all you bands out there because you've got a tough uh, customer here. Three and you're out. Fourth album <laughs> and you're yes. dead to him. That would be the way. That's right. You that's are gonna come, on your third that's gonna come album. Back and, that's going to come back and bite yep, me, isn't your it? pressure's yeah. on. <laughs> well, we had the listener reveal himself, ah. and it's Lee Campbell or... Oh. oh, my adorable wife. Your adorable oh. wife. Sorry, it's not a himself, it's a herself. <laughs> All right, Lee. Yeah. Hi, Lee. Thank you for listening. Oh, and now we have, cool. um, well, we have a couple more. We have a lot of people listening to you Fantastic. guys. Cool. Did you, you must have had to pay them a lot, huh? We yeah. Like, they like us and we like them. Yeah, well, we were hearing how you do. You have a merry band of followers. I cleaned out my PayPal That come to your account. shows. Nice. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. And, and how about 13th Floor Elevators and the Yardbirds? How about those two songs? Well, I'm from Texas. The 13th Floor Elevators were just, you know, they had a regional hit. That was that song probably didn't pop the top 20 nationally. I don't know. And that is not a band that I had heard of. So yeah. thank you but for in that Texas, introduction. In Texas, they were on the top of the top 40 charts. Yeah. They got a lot of play for, for a short period of time. And I, then I think they made some television appearances. Like I saw them in the show called Something Else in Dallas when I was a kid. And they came on and they lip synced that song we heard, You're Gonna Miss Me. Mm-hmm. But they were just so, they were so out of it. You know, they couldn't even interview Rocky, you know, because he, did, he didn't make any sense. And I think, I think their reputation caught up with them. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and they couldn't really, they, touring, they were just kind of a mess, a psychedelic mess. <laughs> but they made some great psychedelic they made some music. Great, that, that first album is like, you know, and, and and there's another song I love on there, a slow song called "Splash One," and it's got one of the coolest rock lyrics ever in it. And he says, "The neon from your eyes is splashing into mine." I'm like, "Come on, man!" Wow. I mean, that's a beautiful lyric. Yeah. And so, reminiscent of being in the psychedelic. Yeah, right. Hey, colorful. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. What is it? What do they call it? I think we're gonna do that. Uh, one, right? what is, yeah. A rainbow? Yeah. Or what? what? You're doing a charade symbol yeah, yeah, of a yeah, rainbow. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I just, trails, I just trails. love, I just love. Oh, the trails. trails. Yeah. And then the Yardbirds. I mean, gosh, you know, they, right. just, their, their top forty hits are killer. And you know, half a, you know, I think that song might have been in stereo, but I think the their first. All their first songs that were hits were mono. 
And like I was telling you guys, they never had any money when they went in the studio. Yeah. It was always like, and the um, and the bass player was kind of the producer. He 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 could kind of was he and the drummer didn't never got enough credit because they were really the ones that were the, the were the basic part of the band, mm-hmm. and they were the ones that really produced the records. And but they just did it. You know, they went in and they did like they do three songs in like four hours. You know, <laughs> but they also I read I've got this great book about the Yardbirds, and they they both said that that uh, Jeff Beck was a huge part of why those records sounded so good because he always came up with the hippest guitar sound mm-hmm. and the hippest licks. You know, so um, that's a really that book's hard to find. It's not very thick, but it's really very informative. But I liked all the Yardbirds. So I mean, the first thing that first hit they had was "For Your Love." It's like, well, who doesn't like that? Right, yeah. and what a hit to have yeah. for your first one. So, anyway, so the Yardbirds were like, I, you know, I still li- I still listen to the Yardbirds a lot. I, I get a lot of ideas from their stuff because I think that they were pushing the envelope. Uh, production-wise, song-wise, they they had great songs, you know, and they had three great guitar players. I mean, geez. yeah, they really had a continued incredible lineup for a band yeah. that had no money. They certainly yeah. had yeah. Jimmy Page, some Jeff Beck, fingers I mean, on. And I think, you know, I think I'm right about this. Maybe we'll get some calls on this, but I think that the bass player Samuel. Something, something Samuel Smith. I don't know. I can't remember his oh, name. Paul right. Samuel Smith. Yeah. Paul Samuel Smith. Yeah. I think he produced Cat Stevens. Yeah, I think he went on to be the producer oh. of Cat Stevens. So really? he, he got into production. Interesting. Yeah. So you've got a good kind of balance between British yes, 60s rock and American 60s rock. Do you have a preference? What kind of tips more into your musical personal styles? Yeah, I like it all. I mean... The British, you know, when they came over, they were such a big influence on sure. American music. And, of course, they were bringing, they were playing blues stuff to us that was from the yeah. United States. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I mean, I like a lot of British music, but I like a lot of American music, too. I mean, the 70s had great, great music. So he did produce Cat Stevens, Jethro Tull, Jethro Tull, Carly Simon... So yeah. he, he wow. did a few yeah, of them. He was, Paul Samwell Smith. Yeah, he was. And then, you know, the Yardbirds did a reunion album sometime. Well, let's see. Wasn't a re, was it a re, No, it wasn't a reunion album. They kind of tried to reform, and they called themselves Box of Frogs. And it was the drummer and the bass player, and I don't, I think the, I think the singer was dead by then. But anyway, that was a horrible record, too. <laughs> was that their fourth one? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's probably. 1983, well, they, they formed. There's this, if you go to buy the Yardbirds, they're kind of hard. They have a greatest hits that's really cool. They have a box set. But the, one, the, the album that's really interesting is Roger the Engineer. And that's the one that has happenings 10 years time ago. Um, but... Lost Woman. There's some really good songs on there, but it's an odd record. But I, I really like it. All right. Well, you have another listener, wow. David C. David C. Do you know David? Says he's listening know. to the Wailing Wind. David C. 
So well, let's um, let's talk about so, the Wailing Wind a little bit. Let's yeah. talk about okay the tunes and the band because obviously it. Ron Rogers is you, and then yes. the Wailing Wind is well, the Don rest Campbell of the crew here. Don Campbell on bass and vocals. Don sings. Chris Bond over here on the drums. The dude in the hallway. Yeah, I'm in the hallway. Deborah Giles sings. The looks of the band. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Thank you. <laughs> and Mark Bowden back there in the corner. Who needs played, a lot of attention? He's our guitar player. Obviously. And, Mark, and Mark, also, Mark also sings. But Don and Chris and, and I have, what have we going on, four years? Yeah, at least. Yeah, four years. And we had, uh, we were a four-piece and we had a steel guitar player for two and a half years. And then... We started, got the, the steel guitar exited, and we started just getting guitar players. And Mark was, God, I don't know, were you the first guy that started playing with us? I think so. I think so. Yeah. 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 I think you were. And then Deborah started singing. And so we just kind of evolved from, we had, you know, we had a sound with the steel guitar, and now we've kind of evolved. We still do the same songs, but we're a little more rocked up now and not not so much of a country influence and i also think that since deborah joined the band we have more vocals we have like three part and and when mark's with us four part harmony so we have changed in that respect um i don't know that the songs have changed really i i still i write what i write yeah but i think you do write more um with a with the idea that it i think you do write more with the idea that it's um I mean, I think maybe we found our way to psychedelic, but it was always more... It was always working. Well, I think the the rock thing was always trying to break out because I think you were ready for that change. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. The psychedelic was lurking under the surface. Like, And speaking of that change, you're working on a third album. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to hear a couple of the songs off of that, right? Yeah. And... um, Everybody in this room are on these tracks. All right. All right. So let's Maybe hear a few. we should. Yeah. All right. You are hearing some brand new tunes. Brand new. From Ron Rogers and the Wailing Wind.
So we're listening to some tracks from the upcoming spring release CD yeah. for do we spring-ish. Know do we know a month or even a date? Well, perhaps? you know, I'm going to give my, cut myself some slack and say June. June, oh. okay. All right. So it June. almost... Yeah, we, have, we have vocals to do and mixing. Uh, and a name. I hear that you're up for voting on the name. <laughs> We've had a couple <laughs> ideas on the talk board so, so far. Oh, We've man. had Psychedelic Atessin. <laughs> 
and themes of redemption. So if you guys have any other ideas, I please put I them down. I have an idea. What? Waitresses in their underwear. <laughs> so yeah. now that now you have to tell the story. Now you have to tell the story. So Ron dressed in his underwear yeah. on the cover. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. Oh, that, that might keep sales to a minimum. Really? <laughs> that wouldn't be good. Okay, so well, tell they, us the story. They, they, want, they want to hear the, the story land. about tell the Tell us of the young yes. Ron. Okay, the so, the, so the last song... Um, Beulah Land. Uh, there's a there's a verse in there about going to the cellar. Um, and this was when I was 16. There was a club in Fort Worth, downtown Fort Worth, called the Cellar Club, and uh, it was upstairs. <laughs> the Cellar Club was upstairs. Of course, but, why um, wouldn't it be? <laughs> but anyway, so we got so me and my friends heard through another guy who was a musician in high school that there was this club you could go to. So we went on a weeknight, and the club was open from 7 in the evening till 7 in the morning. They had two bands, the Cellar Dwellers and the Geeks. The Cellar Dwellers <laughs> played Beatles covers, and the Geeks played the Birds. These guys are really good musicians. I learned a lot about music there. But anyway, the first night we go there, we go upstairs, and there's a guy at the door and he says, let me see your ID. And I'm like going, well, we're not going to get in here. So I showed him my driver's license. And he goes, okay, that'll be a dollar. <laughs> so I paid him a dollar, and he stamped my wrist. And so the four of us went in and got a little table. And um, so there were a lot, a lot of tables, and there was the bandstand, and there were all these pillows down in front of the bandstand. And on the back wall, there was this big day glow uh, hand shooting the finger. And uh, there was evil, they'd written evil spelled backwards as live on the wall. And we were like going, oh, yeah, this is a Perfect good place. Perfect for 16-year-olds. And, and the kicker was that the waitresses, who were anywhere from probably 19 to 25 or something, wore their bra and panties to serve you your drinks. So we were all like, oh, yeah, this is working for us. You found pictures, Ron. Remember you found that? Yeah, well, there, there, yeah, there's, and there's, if you go online, you can look up the cellar. It's quite infamous, really. And I think that somebody's making a movie about it. But, wow, um, sounds like the walls must have a ton of stories to tell. Oh, yeah. And the other thing that was interesting about it was they had the biggest, meanest bouncers in town, but there was never any trouble. You were perfectly safe there. No one ever messed with you. <laughs> and we saw some we saw some Marines that were on leave from Vietnam come in, in there one night, and they started, like, messing with the waitresses. And, man, those bouncers just beat the crap out oh, of them. Oh, no. It was just like, it, it was, it stunned us. We, we'd never seen anything like that like it close up but yeah i mean it was a it was a strange place yeah but man it was a great place to go and the music was they had a great pa i mean it just sounded great in there it was just like and we were just like and so we what we would do is we'd tell our parents that we were spending the night with each other (laughs) and then we'd go to the cellar about (laughs) nine o'clock and we'd stay till seven in the morning (laughs) well of course why wouldn't you do that absolutely absolutely You've got some shows coming up. Yeah. Uh, well, our home base, February 10th, Friday from 6 to 8 is our happy hour spot. And we always we play there once a month, second Friday of every Where's month. Where's it at? The Hawthorne Theater yes. Lounge, corner of uh, Southeast Hawthorne. And, and 39th. South, or, well, Southeast no. 39th. Now it's not 39th. Cesar Chavez. Yes. Cesar Chavez. So anyway, food bar, food, 
Yeah. Always a good time. Pizza. Always a good time. Yeah. Always a no good cover. Time. No cover charge. No dollar. That's great. No dollar no charge. No dollar. <laughs> no dollar. Okay. And lots of dancing. You know, oh, and fun. also I'd like oh, to just fun. mention I'd like to mention my the band here. Don Campbell on bass. He's played in this town for a long time. Far too long. <laughs> And also, Chris Bond on drums has played in this town for many years, and drummer about town. And Mark, and then is we know from Mark. Boston. <laughs> He's from Boston, and he so plays. I don't even know how he gets in the band since you're from Texas. You know, how's that happen? Because he plays good guitar. He's a Yankee, <laughs> and he's pretty nice. And he just keeps showing yeah, up, wow. and he doesn't he go away. That's up. why he's he just shows nice up. Just you can't ever get him to go away. Going that's oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so we have a lot of fun, and the gigs are fun. Everybody comes and dances, and. We have a blast. Well, from this music we just heard, it's obvious that people are going to be dancing, because how could you not? So you guys are going to treat us to some live stuff now, right? Yes. All right, so you guys get set up, so take a moment. We're going to thank a couple of folks out there. We particularly want to give a shout-out to Portland Center Stage, who has continued to be one of our major sponsors through 2017, so we absolutely love that. And they've got a... show going on right now called Astoria. It's a harrowing tale of our own coastal slice of American history about the first European settlement on the West Coast. Astoria playing through February 19th. And I do have to make sure that you know that the show does contain some mature content and gunshots and is recommended for ages 14 and up. But you should definitely check it out. And if you're ever looking for anything else to do in town when you're not going to the Hawthorne Theater to see Ron Rogers and the Wailing Wind, you can go to our website, which is PR rp.fm go on to our events calendar and you can see some fun stuff that's going on all about town i do want to say back to astoria the play that you're talking about some friends of mine just went to it and they said it was really good and that they just had forgotten so much of the history that they learned in this play but they highly recommend it so i'm giving an extra recommendation based on them very very cool and while you are at our website which again is prp.fm Consider donating to continue to hear commercial-free local artist music like you're doing right now. Yes. Yes. Because we want to keep providing that for you, and the way to do that is to help us do that. Absolutely. I do want to give another shout-out to Rick Johnson and Premier Motorsports. It always is a tongue twister for me. And he has been one of our staunchest supporters from the beginning. And, Rick, thank you so much for you and the... You and the folks at Premier, because we certainly appreciate your continued support. And are we ready for some live Well, I, I music? wanted to say one other thing before we started. Go ahead. <laughs> Don't let me interrupt. We're, we're having well, silent. I was going to talk about you, but <laughs> oh, if you'll well, be quiet. I just, I just oh. burst in and announced myself. Sorry. So anyway, I didn't mention that Deborah has a lot of years of singing under her belt because she was in a band <laughs> In Austin. <laughs> well, it's a it's a figurous. Well, and she anyway, does have an so, admirer on the talk board, by well, the way. And she, she's in she love with in her. A, she was in a band called Private Lives in Austin that was real popular. So she has, uh, she has credentials. Credentials. That's great. So he married up. <laughs> he married up. What? <laughs> you married up, Mark said. No comment. We do have Paul that said he has two tickets or has tickets to your show in Astoria next week. 
Oh, to, oh, to, he's oh, talking to the play. Story, yeah. He's talking he's about the play. Paul said that. Paul said that he's <laughs> going to the play. <laughs> yeah. We want you to know, Mark. Didn't tell us. We're sick of you. So is everybody else. <laughs> and Frank loved your new recordings, and he said the great vocals sound super. Excellent. All right, let's hear it hey. live. <laughs> Are we re- are we ready? Yeah. Yeah. Right down. Yeah. Okay, ready? Yeah. One, two, three, four. I used to ride on this world like a big merry go Like the wild, wild west, everyone wants a showdown. Today it's got my head a spinning, I wish it would slow down. But I'm always thinking about you whenever I go down.
all right. Ron Rogers and the Wailing Wind. Love those harmonies, you guys. Thank you. Well, that was Don and Deborah and me. Were you singing harmony, Mark? No, that one. Nope. <laughs> they wouldn't they let you. Memo. <laughs> they didn't let you out from under the table for that one. Here's another one. <laughs> yes.
and you let Mark sing on that one. Good job, Mark. So Lee wants to know if that's a new song, Secrets and Lies? Question mark. Now nah, it's called Gone. <laughs> and that also means Lee hasn't been to a gig in a while. <laughs> a long while. Uh-oh, she better be there on the 10th, right? <laughs> Deborah won, Lee zero. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. So the name The Wailing Wind, tell everybody where that came from. That's kind of an interesting little story. Little well, um, tidbit. A friend of mine, Don Fisher, who I played with in L.A., he wrote a song called The Wailing Wind. It's a great song. And I asked him, I said, can I borrow that from my band name? And he said, yeah. He said, it'd be nice if you did my song. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever done his song? Nah. (laughs) Poor guy. He lets you use his name and you don't even get his song. Well, you know, it's not like... It's not like I'm... It's not on my mind. It's on my mind. So are you paying him a dollar for each each nah. show? <laughs> nah. No. No. Well, you guys had to. Now you're just making Uh-oh. me feel bad. You, yeah. You said his name on the radio, that you're good for like a year now. Well, okay. we had the idea for Themes of Redemption. I think that's what we're trying to do here. Oh. Yeah. Uh, How about just yeah. name the album mm. Don Fisher and just cover all your bases? <laughs> He'd go for that. There you go. As long as you put his album name. He's Email address and a He's link to his music. So, <laughs> there you go. So how about a little Roadhouse song? Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't love a Roadhouse song? Who doesn't love a Roadhouse song? I mean, that's... I played in Roadhouses in Texas. It was like you played country, rock, and blues. And, and what are we calling this one? This is called... Oh, this is called, <laughs> this is called Beaumont. Because Beaumont, Texas, I used to play down there. I played down there a couple times, and it smelled so bad down there. Because <laughs> oh. they had refineries. God, it was just stinky. Still do. But anyway, I just wrote, you know, I just thought, so this song is like, drive it to Beaumont. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just a roadhouse. <laughs>
fugitives hanging out around here. bottle flying at my head now. That's right. Yes. The chicken wire. <laughs> Fantastic. Ron, oh. Deborah, I love to see you guys Aww. singing in the microphone together. It's great. Thank you can you. see the little chemistry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lots. <laughs> lots and lots. I like it. I like it very much. Well, we have some more names. Yeah. I think Heavy Guilt. <laughs> heavy Guilt. <laughs> you sure that's not Ron, what have you done? That might be your. That might be your wife. (laughs) (laughs) Then we had somebody. I am gone for gone. So we've got some good fans going, listening to you guys here. Gone for gone. Gone for gone. Gone for gone. gone, The song. Gone for gone. gone. (laughs) Well, it's been really fantastic to have you guys on the show. I can't believe. I can't believe. I know it is. (laughs) Whoa. Well, I hope the people come out. I'm yeah. I'm going to be having my 60th birthday next Uh-oh. weekend. Oh, oh, no. All my friends and family to the Hawthorne Theater on the 10th. So you got to come out and wish Chris a happy birthday. Yes. yes. It'll be the 12th, but... Uh, but celebrating on the 10th. Six days after you. Really? Okay. You're an Aquarius. Really? Yeah. Oh. Wow. And my Shane is on the 14th. Oh, and my daughter's on the 6th. My See? dad was the 10th. Wow. I have a lot of friends who um, have the last two weeks of January claimed. So I have a lot of you Aquarians yeah. in my life. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Aquarians are good folks. They are good. They're, nice they're water mellow. sign. Yes. Good for Portland. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Need to balance out us Aries in the world. <laughs> or us earthy Virgos. <laughs> Well, it's been such a pleasure, you guys. Thank you so much. And yes, everybody, come to the Hawthorne Theater on the 10th because it's going to be a big night. Birthdays, wear your dancing shoes, come out and have a good time. Yeah. Help them with this new album. So, do you have an album release party planned? Are you going to do one? Yeah. Sure. Yes. Uh, They will do the one. I just know that. He's waiting for June. Well, yeah. I, I, just, I, I just know that when, when, when it's not, when the album's not done and you start planning these things, 
yeah. just get yourself yeah. a whole big mess. Yeah. Well, we just want to let our listeners know that there will be one, and to stay tuned and follow you guys on and, Facebook. And, yeah. and you guys so feel you can, free to play those three that I gave you if you want to. We can play yeah. them now? Or you can play them. I mean, we can put them in our rotation absolutely. now. Oh, fantastic. Awesome. Okay, well, we'll make sure to get those So you're just going to have to keep listening to Portland Radio Project yeah. in order to hear well, this I new music. It, I listen in my car. Yep. Good, good. Where, where everybody should be listening well, to Portland Radio uh, Project. I mean, in their guys, car. I mean, you guys play good stuff, more good stuff than I hear on any other. Indeed. Oh, I'm glad to hear station. that. Yeah, Thank absolutely. You. All right. That's great. Yep. Well, keep on listening and tell all these people to listen too. I will. Of course, they're listening to us now, so I'm sure they're going to continue. Are you guys in a position to play us out? Yep. Yeah. Do it. Okay. Good night, everybody. Ron Rogers and the Wailing Wind. La La Land? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah.
just like a battle zone But I'm making triple what I did back home This is a town I hate and hope It can send you to the end of your road You must stay conscious of what's your dream And cause there's all kinds of ways You can end up swinging 